Hey, we're live. And time for that intro song. Welcome to Seasons, a TV podcast. New podcast that relives your favorite TV shows one season at a time. What you talking about, Will? Hey, how you doing? That's what she said. All right, welcome to Seasons, a TV podcast uh, where we talk about and review your favorite TV shows one season at a time. Uh, this season of the podcast seasons is uh, we're going to do Superstore. And this episode is we're going to be talking and reviewing season two of Superstore. Uh, I am there, Signs. With me today is Missy. Hi. Hi what up, girl? Uh, we are recording. We were down. We, were, we went down from a four panel episode to a two uh, panelist episode. And um, this is Batman and Robin. That's right. That's right. I'll be your Robin any day, baby. Any day. Um, anyways, so uh, we're going to be talking about uh, season two of our favorite uh, big box store TV show. I think it's the only one. <laughs> I by, just, default, by default, just, that would be... Uh, just yeah. sounded like Glenn a little bit. <sighs> you know what? I have to say that I'm really excited that I'm doing this seasons because it gave me a chance to rewatch this show and but do you like rewatching shows that you've already seen okay <laughs> with the violence um for those of you that don't know reruns are like my thing so so much so that i am like super late on almost every show but this one i can honestly say i was not late on i i started watching it from the jump uh episode weekly by weekly and so you know old school st style but i hadn't seen any of these episodes in so long and it, it's just five years like season two of, of superstore was only five years ago and it feels like a lot longer <laughs> like yeah. a lot has happened so uh briefly recap we uh, did episode one we talked about season one and uh i was on there as well as uh, my wife vanessa and stephanie uh stephanie did not like the show or she didn't think it was funny at least is what she said um about season one and we got into season we're getting into season two now before we do that take a quick recap of the season of what season two says it says second season of of superstore was ordered on february 23rd 2016 and on may 15th nbc announced that superstore will be moving to thursdays which is a big deal in the comedy world mm -hmm. landscape the tv comedy landscape uh 8 p.m time slot which is like that's leading the prime time programming mm -hmm. for the that was friends uh time slot um seinfeld uh Parks and Rec, like all the big ones. Cheers, all the big yeah. ones. Um, the season premiered on September 22nd, 2016, and ended on May 4th, 2017. And on September 23rd, which is a day after it started airing, NBC gave the series a full season order of 21 episodes. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it says that it says that the show follows a group of employees working at Cloud Nine, a fictional big box store in St. Louis, Missouri. The ensemble and supporting cast features America Ferrara, Ben Fieldman, Lauren Ash, Colton Dunn, Nico Santo, Santos. I'm sorry, uh, Nicole Bloom, and Mark McKinney. Uh huh. So pretty cool. Uh, all right. So basically 
we I usually start off with or I've been starting off with um is like oh your 60 second thought on season two but you've already given that because no yeah you said uh I love the fact that I'll get to uh rewatch it and yeah so you this is your your rewatch right correct yes this how is many the rewatch. Times? is this the first rewatch yes this is my first rewatch so a lot of this felt like brand new information even though I was watching it and I'm like oh I bet next and that would it's not that I can tell the future. I'm sorry to say. Um, it's just that it was my memory kicking in. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this rewatch. I'm enjoying the rewatch. Period. Uh, this is my first rewatch as well. But the first time I watched this <laughs> season was... Uh, April. <laughs> April. So... Uh, if you didn't hear the uh, previous episode, just know that uh, I watched the first two or three episodes of the show when it aired, as it aired. And then it just never caught my attention. I was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever, moved on. Life happened. And then uh, six years later, uh, I get COVID and I'm in quarantine. And I'm like, what to watch? What to watch? And I watched Superstore and I breezed through all six seasons or five seasons, six seasons, six, six seasons uh, it, within a week. And I actually ended the last episode of the show. I watched it two days after it aired. I had caught up. That quickly, which well, is what I like had a lot of time. With, which is what I like to do with my TV shows, as uh, Missy will tell you. Uh, I don't, I don't like watching live week to week. I think that's dumb. I think that's uh, for people living in 1987 that only had like. Listen. I saw, I saw a meme earlier this week that, that reminded me of that is like you think you think you had a tough and you you think your kids now have a tough. In my day, when we missed an episode of a TV show, we missed it forever. Like it was gone. Not true. You can rewatch in the summer. Uh, not every show. That's no? not accurate. No. no well, no. maybe that's just my luck then. You miss an if you miss an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good luck. Oh wait, that one. I don't think that's the kind of show you need to watch weekly though. Like that's not. You don't miss any plot. What happened to Shredder? Um. Anyway. anyway. I. Uh, so yeah, give your sixty-second review of the season two of your thoughts and uh, about thoughts and prayers for season two. Not thoughts and prayers, just thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed this rewatch. I am enjoying. Well, I already said I'm enjoying the rewatch in general, but I think this season did a great job of a lot of character development, a lot of humor, the gags that are going to carry us through the entire series were just mm-hmm. ten out of ten. It was really easy for me to pick out all my favorites you know, that I had, you know, that we're supposed to pull for the podcast. And I just, I love this cast. I love the journey. It was just, I loved it. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. This is a, this is a show. uh, I said on the first episode, I said that this is a show that um, I honestly believe every season gets better than the previous season. Yeah. I, I don't think that there's a backslide. I don't think there's uh, even with shows that I love. I can't say I can't always say that with Parks and Rec comes to mind. Um, like I can't always say that every season gets better than the previous one. But uh, this one I can. Uh, yeah. But it was, you know, six seasons. Well, the, I think I, I will say that that this this show um it's easy to start on on season two like if season one hadn't happened i know that season one 
typically for any show, they're trying to find their footing and they're trying to find like their their niche. Um, but I think that it's fair to say that with this show, if you started with season two, you'd be fine. I don't recommend it, obviously, because there's lots lots of buildup. Um, so it's, you know, no, a I, lot I, I don't of- know, man. There's there's a lot to. I like uh, what I do like about season one is that it gives us the the world. It tells us who everybody yeah, is. Yeah, world building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's that's helpful to to us. Um, I don't like you and I have that same uh, logic and uh, theology when it comes to the office. We're like, just skip season one. You're fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that's the case in this show. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying like people who jump into season two are like, what's going? Like it, right. you'll be it's able to catch up, to catch on, yeah. But I do think that, um, I do think that that it's helpful, uh, and I, especially with the main characters of Jonah specifically, you can see his growth from season one to season two as a human being. Yeah, I. Um, yeah, this this show was just really really great about um, character development, and I don't really think that there is anyone that's. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't remember the framework of the order we're supposed to go in, but I think that there's certain characters that you're going to go to grow to love, but I don't really think that there's any unlikable characters, do you? Well, in season 2 specifically? Yes. No, not season 2. Season 1 it took me a bit to like to get to be cool with Mateo. Okay. Um, just because like uh, I didn't like the sass that we get to know and love in season two. I think season one was necessary because we got to He's like a tough pill to swallow until you get to. Like, yeah, because he's yeah, he's he's being like the nemesis or whatever. Right. But, and, he's, but, and it's self-imposed. It's self like he's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He acknowledges that it's like, you know, he's and then just they, trying to like outshine Jonah and. Because they started, because they happened to start on the same on day. The same all day. it was, that's all it was. But I think what so- we forget that throughout the rest of the season, throughout the rest of the series, that these two started on the same day. We yeah, but to- I think what happens in season two is that, uh, in terms of character development, um, Mateo goes through a lot of development because of the Jeff, um, mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah, definitely. And the no, and we, can't talk about that. we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. Okay. What? It hasn't happened yet. Yes, it has. It happens in season two. Well, not what I'm thinking about, but go ahead. The big reveal, the big thing doesn't. Ha- okay, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If if I'm wrong, you can edit it out. But I was gonna bring up the immigration thing. Right, but okay, I'm not. It, it's just the 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 big big thing about. It's fine. Go ahead. I don't know what big thing you're talking about. I was just oh, gonna say I that. I love the fact that you honestly forgot. That's hilarious. I me. don't know what you're talking about, so let's find so out. To- you, yeah, so therefore you forgot. But we that would happen in season four. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, that's not what I was. Okay. Anyway, what I was trying to say five minutes ago is that the the <laughs> the character development for Mateo in season two has a lot to do with the Jeff. Um, storyline and this, the beginning of the buildup of the immigration, um, his immigration issues, which I think was just a very poignant and topical plot to work into the show at large. So I commend um, the writers and the creators and and Nico Santos does just a great job of of playing Mateo. I don't I 
can't think of anyone else that could play that character like him. Um, so we see a lot, but the first episode, Rain Wilson, Rain Wilson. The first episode that I so the the season starts. Well, what's counted as the season starting is an episode that aired in August. Yeah, this is a weird season for that. Yeah, for that purpose. So, so wait. So, I just want to reiterate that this is. Let's travel back in time, uh, listeners and viewers, to 2016, uh, where uh, you know tensions were high and. You know, a lot was happening. We'll just say that much. And the epi- the seasons uh, officially starts off with the Olympics episode that aired in August, but then the next episode didn't air until a month later. So technically, yes, it is the season premiere, but like it's a standalone episode. Yes. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about that episode was me like live action realizing i'm like hey I, that's an olympian and then like i just started realizing that the gag for the episode was that oh, the no. olympians were get, doing cameos which i thought was fucking brilliant um also one of the funnier things like this is a show that makes me laugh out loud and not a lot like i, I find a lot of shows that are funny but not a lot like make me laugh out loud and yeah. when cheyenne is convinced that she wants to go back to gymnastics and she's practicing on the bars and then she fucking fl- face plants because she's trying to swing her legs uh, yeah, and then yeah. she can't because of the baby and she just on like i that was really funny um and then one of the funnier lines of the season because i haven't stopped thinking about it was when glenn is in the break room and he's trying to rally everyone about being patriotic and that just kind of bringing that subplot along that's great when he's like we're number one at what at being the best at being the best yeah like that that uh that that elitist kind of thing that we're uh, indoctrinated in some of us yeah it's ingrained in our head like for what though like why are you and then when he's trying to uh rally the troops and then he's like uh even you sandra and sandra goes i'm from hawaii and he goes not today you're not (laughs) i just american i just I laughed so hard. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, it it confused me because as a as somebody who binged it, I was like, "Wait, season one ended with Cheyenne having her baby." Yes. Like yes. so, like to me, Cheyenne had her baby, and then thirty seconds later, she was pregnant again, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I watched like five minutes of it and go, "Wait, what's going on now?" So on Hulu, it says epi- season two, episode one. Yeah. But when you go to IMDb, it says it's zero. Two, episode zero. And I'm like, yeah. ah, the moment I saw that, I'm like, makes sense. Yeah. And I, I got it. Um, yeah. I guess it was a promotional. That was the last. Yeah. Because the the Olympics were supposed to be last summer. But they had it this summer, right? But they still called oh, it the just, 2020 no, Olympics. No, it was just like a month. It was just like they delayed it by like a month or two or something. It was supposed to start at the beginning of the summer and then it started in August. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that they had it August of this year, but it was supposed to be last year. Was it? Yes. Every four years, six plus four is 20. 16 plus four is 20. And then they still called it the 2020 Olympics this year. Is that what happened? I have, look, I BFF. didn't watch the Olympics. Where BFF, been, I, didn't, I didn't watch the Olympics. I don't, I'll be honest with you. Neither I do I, but I knew that. 
fuck about the act. The very few, the very few. I'll be honest. Look, 2020 was a tough year, what? and 20 and 2021 was like I I I I thought they delayed it by only by a few months. No, friend, they delayed it a whole year, and then they still called it the 2020 olympics but my point is is that it was a promotional episode for that summer and they did a great job lots of laughs but um it was a little confusing because when you're um binging it on the peacock app uh the when it goes to the second but really first episode of the season um it does that recap thing and you're like right that's that's where the fucking left off like i don't know it was just a weird kind of like 10 second head trip but Good times. Good times were had. Uh I'm trying to, yeah, you're right. 2020 Olympics were held from July 23rd to August 8th. It's just 2021. In 2021. Yeah. So uh, but anyway. God, I, I'm so look, I'm laughing at two things. One, the fact that they actually did that. How stupid is that? And two. The fact that I just noticed at the end of September. To be fair, because you had somebody a baby. else told me because somebody else told me it wasn't even like, oh, like oh, I was like, oh, okay. I I almost thought that you were like, oh, because everything like maybe it's the same thing that I go through where uh, time means nothing. So my my brain is like the 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 concept of time is melted. Well, so like. What what is what what happened last month could have been last year, and I I would I would have no argument against it. But you actually were uh, you just you are today you are right now years old. (laughs) I mean that's part of it. Part of it is like oh I don't know like I don't you know I'm not I I don't know what the time and schedule I don't who gives a shit to me it wasn't I don't know. But But anyway, I I fucked up. No, no, you didn't fuck up. You just, you know, you had other stuff going on, like you're, you know, being a dad and a husband and trying to find work, all of that shit. It's been a good year. The dad part, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's joking. (laughs) Um. Okay. So, uh, what what was your thought of the beginning of the season? Do you think it was a strong start? Uh, All right, so let's go. I have uh, some notes here, and uh, I didn't. What I did for season one is I wrote notes on every episode because there was only thirteen episodes, so I could do that. And then what I did this season, I decided to write notes on only the ones that made me laugh, the moments that made me laugh, and the episodes that stood out to me. Uh-huh. Um, with that said, let's see here, season two. Um. Season two. Uh, so the Olympics episode, I enjoyed the Olympics episode. I enjoyed the girl who played an Olympian who's not actually an Olympian. Sissy Strong. Was, uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, she um, She's in a million things. Uh, uh, most famous for um, SNL. Yes, yes, that is correct. Every time I see her, I go, where the fuck do I know her from? SNL. And then I look she her up the, and I also SNL. She yeah. does the the bit. She has a lot of great bits, but the one that is that stand out to me is the drunk girl at a party. She that's just every time she hits a home run. Um, uh so yeah. yeah, season one, that's a pretty big episode in the sense of that's where Mateo finds out that he's not a citizen. Correct. And that's where he finds out. Um He's oh, and then this is a good moment too when Glenn says, "I thought the Olympic rings were just symbols. I didn't realize they symbolized anything." 
wait. The other thing that made me laugh so hard for this episode was when they're doing like the the anything is possible and make all your dreams come true. And then they turn to Garrett and they're like, if Garrett wanted to walk, he could walk. And he just looks at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, and he goes, you know, I never thought about putting it on a card before. I, I never tried that. And he's then he tried. So, and he, he, he's he such a good, and He goes, nope, still not. He's such a good shitster. Like, I love him so much. He's, I mean, I love all these characters, and uh, we'll get into who your favorite character is later. But man, fucking Garrett is so fucking Garrett good. is just, and Garrett does has the same thing. I'm sure it's an acting choice or just I don't know what it is, but he, I see in him the same thing that I see in you when you're getting ready to fuck with somebody. You get that little twinkle. Yeah, I've said this before. And this motherfucker, I don't know that if he's like an acting choice or just the guy, what the fuck it is. But every time he's going in to, fu- to fucking stir the shit, like you see it in his eyes, that the joy that this fucking I, guy can has. I, so can I just tell you, I was about to say, I don't want to sound like conceited, but I really see a lot of myself in Garrett. I, I was about to say that. I have to, you agree with you. to Let her finish whatever she's going to say because I'm going to fucking come up with it. And then I totally, really, I 100% agree with you, which is. But I feel bad saying that because there's been multiple times later on during the show where, where he will tell somebody and other cast members will acknowledge, yeah, he's the cool guy. So I don't want to be like self-proclaimed, like, hey, I'm. I see a lot of myself in the cool characters. No, I just I focused on on being the shit the, the shitster. I didn't but, say yes, anything about being cool. What, no, but that's what makes him the cool guy is the fact that he is he's I the Ann, he's the Ann Perkins in the sense of like he sees everybody's craziness, but he also fucks with them. He doesn't he doesn't just sit back and be like, oh, that's crazy. He fucking stirs the pot. Like, oh yeah, I guess we solved fucking uh, gender equality. Like that's an episode of season three. But you get what I'm saying. But what I think that makes him cool is that um, he just doesn't fucking give a shit. Like his little the vignettes when he's talking into the. The uh, microphone or just always so that's fun the job that I would want if I had to have a job at, at a at, I think at anybody would want that job. Yeah. I mean but, um, way, so just sing and just talking shit into a fucking loud ass, like uh it's just so good. But um yeah, I think it was always very weird. This is like not related to the store or I mean to the show or anything relevant, but you don't. I don't hear my name very often. I know you can relate, BFF. <laughs> I don't hear I don't my name. About. Every TV show has a character named Neri. Like oh I my never God. hear my name in TV shows. So when Cicely Strong's name is Missy and they keep saying Missy, I was like, like stop it. <laughs> like what is that? That's not. Uh, are you are you Could... revolutionary third wall breaking? Um... I'm like, I'm, that's not me, guys. <laughs> I know people confuse me with an Yeah, I know I look exactly like Cicely Strong and we're just as talented not. Uh, uh but um yeah, that was a great jump to the to the but a lot happens in one season, or am I crazy? No, a lot happens. Uh see, see episode two, the the line that stuck out to me though in episode two was when she said, I took a horse bath in the bathroom, and that is so fucking funny to me. I have never heard it that way. I've heard it with racial. I he- I've heard that about basically taking a shower, like just washing the important parts, your, uh-huh. under- your underarms, your under- armpits. I've heard that as racial epithets, like, oh, I've taken a bla- insert minority group here bath. Okay. 
before, uh, but I've never heard it called. I've taken a horse bath, and to me, it makes so much more sense. You've never heard it like that before. I've look. I'll be real. I've heard it being called, and this is all through movies, and for the most part, movies and, and shit, I've heard it being called like, oh, I took a Puerto Rican bath. I took a, I took a distant bath. I took a, you know, whatever, you know, insert poor people here bath, whatever. And I was always like, I understood what it meant. You know what I mean? Because when you're poor, that's where. It, but when they said take a horse bath, I'm like, oh, that does make sense. Yeah, that makes better sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, laughed. I fucking thought it was hilarious. I, I took think it's all an awful way to just say you're you're uh, freshening up important parts of your body. But I think a horse bath is an upgrade to the the other shit. Well, I think so too because you know horror doesn't specify anything about financial it's status. A blanket it's, statement. It's not a, not a class statement it's not a class it's not a it doesn't a, mean a, you're poor it doesn't mean you're white doesn't mean you're black it doesn't mean you're hispanic it just means you like to fuck <laughs> and you probably get paid for it well that's exactly what a whore means a slut is just fucking a whore fucks and gets paid to fuck i know uh, but sometimes so they call you a whore when you're not a when you're a slut or vice versa anyway well, we're getting into the nuances we're getting into the nuances of things. Um, uh, episode three, Mattel beating the bird in a bag. Holy fuck. The birds episode. And then Mattel gets the bird and she says, take care of it. And he goes, you want to take care of it? And she goes, yeah, take care of it. And he goes, okay. And then, she, you know, the, the fact that they're having a meaningful conversation about birds. I don't know a lot about myself today. You know, you're Garrett right. And, and Dina. Are having Dina, a meaningful like it's yes. a wide shot of them having a moment and in the background it's Mateo fucking murdering a bird violently. A bird, violently like it's a bag of ice like oh it's like you just went to the fucking farm store and bought a bag of ice and now it's all frozen solid together so you need to break up the ice and you're just slamming <laughs> that fucking bag of birds Oh and my gosh. Went, I'm going to go let this bird out. And when she, you just hear her off camera, oh my God, bag of blood, bag of blood. Oh, fucking gold. So just funny. gold. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, the thing that I like about the next episode, which is the um, Guns, Pills, and Birds episode, is that it takes a lot of controversial. What? You think of gun control and the morning after pill, and you're like, how are you going to make comedy out of that? How could you possibly? And then here comes Superstore and was like, hold, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> because so uh, just a quick re recap for this episode, Jonah gets assigned to the episode gun. Three, yes, episode three. Um or, or four, depending on what you're looking at. But um, <laughs> uh Jonah gets assigned to the gun uh, counter and he's, we know this by now that he's highly against it. And um, so he starts turning every, like whenever he decides that this person is too unstable to own a gun, he just turns them away. Um, and some of the characters that are coming up to buy a gun don't necessarily give you a red flag uh, feeling. All of them give me a red flag feeling. Well, I'm trying to give it a benefit of the doubt. But I think the setup here is like, you know, the other side of the, like making it comedy, but making Jonah look stupid, even right. though I, that you I as a viewer. Comedy, yeah, I think the comedy was any one of these could be a red flag. However, it depends on how quick your trigger finger, no pun intended, for that red flag is. So right. like what, what triggers your red flag? Is it some guy saying they're going to pay for it at my old job that I just got fired? Or is it like, I'm just going on and having a good time with the boys. And it's like, oh, 
uh, I refuse service. I refuse service. So that's what I'm saying. So it's the comedy is that even though you as a viewer would would um <laughs> hi Jeff, even though you as a viewer would um side with Jonah, um he is the butt of the joke, which I very much enjoy. That's one of the things I like about Last Man Standing that I don't agree with Tim Allen's character, but it's still he's still everyone else is stupid. But anyway, that's for another seasons. Um, Good show. Yeah. And then the, on the flip side, Glenn has a meltdown about the morning after pill being sold in the pharmacy. And he buys so much. Buys them all and then realizes how much they cost. Can't return them. So he's standing in the front. The I love. Can I, the pharmacist is such an underrated character. He doesn't come back, I think. No, he does. does. He comes back in season three, but in season three, he shaves his face. And I swear to God, it threw me so off that I had to Google to see if it was the same fucking character. Same it happens to you often. I know. I'm like, you changed <laughs> something that from the first time I met you. No, I can't. I don't know. That um, happens to you often. Um, that but character anyway. is great. He goes, I, I don't. Uh, I, you can't return medicine. I don't know if you did something to it. And he goes, but I didn't. He goes, but you could have. <laughs> yes, he's just a dick and he refuses to return it. He is such a dick. Who would uh, sleep with that guy? <laughs> dot, oh, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, I sent it. I sent the invite to Jeff to join us, and he goes, "I'm drunk right now," and I'm like, "That's why we want you." Um, um, <laughs> I can't be. He's never drunk on days that end with Y. That's cray cray. All right, so. Who's your all these all these episodes are great. I think all these episodes are fantastic. We get introduced to Jeff, right? The district manager. Um, yes. That moment cool. that he has with Mateo is super cute, and the whole bit in the next episode where Mateo's trying to prove to people that he's into him, um, that Jeff is into Mateo. Was goes, like, go clean up the vomit. He's like, he said he noticed me, <laughs> and just fucking do it, and everyone's like, uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. But like, yeah. <sighs> I love uh so all of this is really cool. But to me, one of the standout episodes, and it might be I might be circling it now, the my favorite episode of the season is season, is episode four. Uh if you're if we're counting the 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 for future okay. reference, we're counting the Olympic episode of se- episode zero, because that's what mm-hmm. IMDB does, and it makes sense story-wise, continuity-wise after season one. Um, but episode four is Kyle, the cloud nine killer. No, and, it's, well, it's called spokesman scandal. Right. I don't care about that. I'm talking about the fucking, what it's, it, it has Kyle, the cloud nine mascot and how he killed 14 people. And that from the beginning, they're playing it as an, I love when TV shows do make fake ads and you're like, oh, this is an ad. And you think you're watching TV. It t- I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm dumb, but it takes me a few seconds to be like, oh, this isn't an actual commercial. Yeah, right. This is like, and I can only imagine if I wasn't watching the streaming. Like, I'm I don't watching think, it. I don't think that makes you dumb. I think that makes them very good at their jobs. Yeah. yeah. So, but because I'm watching it on fucking Hulu, there's no commercials. I don't, ha- I have the no commercial package, right? I'm not trying to brag, but Obviously. my friend gave me her password. Uh, so, uh, Sandra, if I didn't have need your Hulu password right now, I would kill you. I will kill you. Uh, and then, <laughs> but I, I love, love, love that whole thing where they, they do the ad and then it goes to, it stops tape. They do the voiceover, which is 
the guy from Brooklyn and then he ate and then he killed 14 people Uh, what the fuck and the whole you think that would be like just but the whole episode is basically with that story as a backdrop that to me is my favorite cold open from this season yes yes I don't even know that you know could question I don't even know there could is it still considered a cold I guess it is as a cold opening if because these are different than the office in the sense of like the office, the code openings had nothing to do with the rest of the episodes, like 95% of the time. Okay. And on this show on Superstore, the code openings always have to do with the story. They always set up the rest of the story, the rest of the episode. Uh-huh. It's not like, oh, we're never going to hear about this cl- cloud nine mascot guy again. Like, no, the whole episode you're hearing about this shit. Right. That's like Glenn thinks like, oh, it was marijuana. It was, it's not his fault. He, he was on. Oh my and- God. I just love that. He's so slick. I can't even be mad at him. See, the, this is the thing that all of these characters have something that you should find completely annoying and repulsive. But I don't know. There's just something about the way that they wrote this show that I can't even be pissed at anyone for any of their flaws. It's just like they just feel like friends. Like, I know that some people may find um, uh, Jonah obnoxious or whatever. I don't know what it says about me, but I have a lot of pretentious elitist people, men in my life. And I think it's like it's something of like a version therapy where it just doesn't bother me anymore. I I don't find him. I don't. Okay, so this is coming from a guy who, uh, um, you know, just to let you know, I did not find Ted from How I Met Your Mother uh, pretentious. Not saying that he wasn't pretentious. I'm saying that to me, it wasn't his defining characteristic. To me, I did Mm -hmm. not. Even though the show itself, at times, were like, "Oh, Ted is pretentious. Ted is pretentious," and I was like, "Just because you say it doesn't make it. Like it doesn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't his defining characteristics." Fast forward to uh, Superstore. I don't think Jonas is. I think that he's well. He's he's kind hearted. Like he still means well. So to me, it's weird to call him pretentious because to pretentious people are, and we have friends. We both, everybody has friends that are pretentious and snobby and uptight. And to me, I think the bad part about pretentious is that you want to be right for the sake of being right you want to be the smart you want to prove that you're the smartest person in the room and so you say shit to prove that you're the smartest person in the room for the sake of being better than other people i and think he's not like that he's like I he catches that, himself he goes oh so yeah my bad I'm yeah sorry. he knows he knows his problem which he's yeah. self-aware to acknowledge that when amy busts his balls it's like merited like it's yeah. for sure uh called for my thing is is that i don't think it's a negative a, a personality uh trait a trait I, I i i honestly don't and i i don't i just think that it's just how he is and i think i credit to the fact that i'm i have a lot of pretentious men who whether or not they intended to have that kind of vibe and they're still great people like that's not like it's not the deal it's well, not I, i'm Neri Sines is aware that Neri Sines I don't know that you has, should not. You are not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You cannot talk about yourself in the I third have, person. You're like, I have uh, pretentious men in my life, and in my mind, I was like, "Who the f-? like?" I'm just trying to go through like the people that I know, and I'm like, and then I'm like, "Oh my god, I got to the end of the list." Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the drama? <laughs> anyway, so but the 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 broader point that I'm trying to make is that a lot of these characters um you're like are should be unlikable 
and I love them all like yeah. quarks and everything. They're just so they're people there. And I think that's what makes them the show. So great is that it's a very relatable show. These like, you know, people like this, or you are that person. So, um, that I, what I really enjoy about spokesman scandal was, I think this is the first time and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the first time. Um, and we see this a lot in the journey of their, will they, won't they, but that Jonah and Amy get, um, concentrated time to just fuck around. Yeah. And he makes her sing the Charles and George theme oh, song in English in Spanish. and in Spanish. Oh, just, so I mean, and I think that like, and that's, you know, th this episode, what it did well. And I think, uh, all the all the classic episodes that you would rank i mean i that excuse me that i would rank um as best of are usually involved the whole cast and and equally like not everything is tied in with each other so um this this episode did that and i i would count this as my favorite episode of of the and it also has my favorite vignette is that am i jumping you're jumping a little bit but okay. i will say i will say i i the contrast between you and stephanie when talking about season one, Stephanie said, I I don't I didn't like the fact that the show was too much of an ensemble cast. And well, I mean, okay. So now, it's just interesting. It's interesting to be like, oh, I love the fact. I, I that's what I said, episode one of, of the podcast of this season. I said, Oh no, I enjoy the fact that it's an it's a true ensemble. It's not I, I think that uh, the jokes are spread out very evenly. The funny parts go out to everybody. It's not just like these two get the funny lines, these two get the sappy lines, these well, this one gets, uh, off the wall. But I think it's funny because I think in contrast, The Office, even though we're huge Office fans, The Office spent a lot of the beginning seasons focused on heavily on the will they won't they of Jim and Pam, and then like the background par characters just you know were fillers were like the b or c plot whereas i everybody takes turns on in this ensemble every everybody gets their moment to to and you would think that in the spirit of what hooks typically hooks audiences is the will they won't they of the show um you also have sandra and you have the sandra's uh in like scary and eerily detailed accounts of her fake dating Jeff, which is oh just, I mean, it, it was like a peek into madness. Like it felt like a comedy version of the, watching the Joker. Like, it's yeah. just like, she's in, she's not okay. She needs, she needs to talk to somebody. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, good. Ep good episode two right here. Is it the, the same episode we're talking about the spokesman, uh, scandal and Justine, Talking about like, oh, um, he was on drugs. Well, unless you call alcohol, man, right? Glug, glug, glug. Oh my god! Okay. Everybody's saying, "Shut up, Justine! You're shut not an alcoholic. Up, stop bragging." The fact that they said, "Stop bragging," to me, first of all, they tell her, "You're not an alcoholic. Shut up." That's already funny. But when they said, "Stop bragging," I'm like, like if alcoholism is a brag, it's like, good for you. That's fucking funny. Well, I think Justine serves. Her character serves as uh, Bo Burnham has a whole a brilliant, brilliant bit and song for, uh, about this white woman's Instagram. And I think like that's a great way to summarize Justine is that she thinks that like all the basic shit that you're supposed to that makes, you know, personality like, oh, my God, Wine Wednesdays and all that shit. Um, she really adapts to the personality. It's just so fucking annoying. Still love her. So annoying. I so wanted to punch her. 
but I love her because she's so bad. It's so good. Like, it's so like, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. I haven't watched the Bobber. I, I don't know what that bit is, right? Or that song, but there is a bit that they did on Saturday Night Live where they were just at a birthday party and it was like the first one back from quarantine and every gift was a basic ass sign like one of those like oh blessed and whatever blah, blah, blah. Blah. yeah yeah and then it escalated from that to about being a drunk like oh you know wine all crossing and then everything it just became uh it's like oh do you think i have a you guys think i have a problem it's like, <laughs> oh, man, like every like and it was like oh home, it was all home decor it was all basic carrying home decor but it, it then it escalated very quickly to all home decor about being drunk like don't leave your drinks around me and shit like that he's like what are you saying i have a problem like it just kept on asking and that's a how very polite intervention and, and that's what i feel like justine right and I, at some point they even brought out the, the one of the signs was like this is an intervention you should seek help it was like a long fucking thing and that's what i feel justine is justine is like like exactly what you said it's like oh she f- she thinks it's cool to have to be that basic chick like right. she's that basic um um so that that was a good one but l- let's go out what which is your favorite episode oh the halloween episode this is starts this starts the halloween episode of every year because she, dina puts on a costume that she can that spoiler alert she will continue to wear every single halloween for the rest yes, of the that's show that's her bit yeah. um it's the first time that they hook up uh her and garrett the her and garrett things pops off which is really right. gross how it starts because they've been that's, puking the whole episode and black then they friday start, episode yeah they start making out um no it's not black friday it's the halloween episode that's when she's dressed up as a cop they hook up after that no 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 no, the Halloween episode is when he oh, starts when he starts to well, to her. Yes, 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 yes. He's trying not to focus on her big right. Uh, and that was the vegetable. That was the fruits that were the damaged fruits or the ugly fruits or whatever. And yes. And but Black the next Friday. episode is yes. Black Friday, and that's when they hook up. Is when they are throwing up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 He says, um, uh, "This is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be better than 9/11." And then he says, "Harry <laughs> says, what's 9/11?" And he goes, "Marcus goes. Oh, you didn't hear." <laughs> Marcus is another one that like that guy under plays the radar under the radar fucking funny he's such a funny character yeah uh, he said uh, he plays a meathead so well and again I should hate him but like that Marcus is my boy like I no, can't Marcus is so stupid but it's like one of those things where nobody takes him seriously like he is universal how like, stupid is wh- he when he starts chanting every time he starts going for a chat and nobody tries to the listeners the viewers there is he tries to chant multiple times throughout the season for the rest of the show and nobody not one fucking time do they ever ever appease him they never be like okay fine like it's never it's so fucking like funny. not even a courtesy huh no, not even no, not even a courtesy. Like, yeah, let's go. He's like, fight, 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 guys. Can you not hear me? Fight, <laughs> fight, fight. He's like, it's better if you guys, like, whatever. And then <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. Um, but yeah, he, he gave that line. He's like, uh, it's gonna be worse than 9/11. And he says, what's 9? Gary goes, what's 9/11? He goes, oh, you didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, my favorite episode is uh the scandal the the cloudsman scandal what uh which episode is that what number 
Um, I'm really, um, I wrote down the episode, the numbers and not the titles. Spokesman Scandal, number four. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the same episode. That's my yeah. favorite episode as well. But yeah. I think Glenn's shining moment in this season is in the Integrity uh, Award episode. Mm. Yeah, we're in the tail end where he, which is hilarious. Glenn's, Glenn's Kids is another good one. Where he brings all his foster kids. Glenn's to work. kids is funny. Um, I thought that it was like, yeah, it was funny. I had fun with that one. I thought it was weird. Like, I wish. What was the deal with the kid that wouldn't say anything? Like, was he? He wasn't one of his foster kids, no? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He oh, was. He just never leave him alone. Yeah, he couldn't leave him alone. Um, uh, Valentine's Day, which is the one that the episode that Sandra comes clean. Uh, as to she was never dating Jeff, and then she goes, I gotta go cancel the horse drawn carriage. And then the horse drawn carriage is the one that picks her up from work. It's like it was too late, I would have lost my deposit. Like, and she just walks, walk the walk of shame. She plays a, a pathetic really well, and but it's so like it's pathetic and but concerning, you know what I mean? Like, you should talk to somebody about that because the detail in. The length she went to um, to yeah, keep that fucking yeah, bit yeah. going was expensive and concerning. <laughs> and I, I like the fact that she uh, dressed up as uh, as Dina for Halloween. <gasps> oh my god, that was so funny! I can't believe Sandra's the only one that didn't that that's that's acting like an adult and didn't dress up. And she goes, "Actually, I did dress up. I dressed up as you." And then you see her name tag. It says Dina. And then she, the fucking face that Sandra puts. She goes, "Shut up, Sandra!" And then. <laughs> And Dina goes, shut, shut up, up, Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> Sandra's a little bit uh, of the Jerry Gergich for, for, for a bit. Let me Just... tell you, Sa- Sandra, uh, I will say this. Uh, I will say this right now. Sandra's probably my favorite fucking character. Of the I, whole show? Probably. I mean, it's between Garrett and Sandra. All of them, I told you up front. I love all of them. This is not me trying to not be able to be decisive. I legitimately love all these characters for all different reasons. They're all good. They're all great. Some of them are funnier than others. I am a big, huge fan of Garrett, not just because he reminds me of me, but I love his sarcasm. I think it's great. You guys go to the same uh, barber? We go to the same barber. Um, how uh, it's called aisle seventeen at uh, Superstore. Uh, <laughs> where you buy the Schick razors? Am I right, Schick? Wanted to hook it up uh, with a sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, but he, um, but Sandra is such an under, and I think she. We'll talk about it more in episode three. But season three, she really comes into her own. But season two, she starts already, like with the whole dating thing. The fact that she has perfect memory. And she could just autobiographical memory. She just knows exactly the date, what happens every time. Relatable uh, to you, I, I'm sure. Uh, but she has a it, that's a great bit too. When he was when she was like, "Is there anything remarkable about you?" And he's like, "Well, my memory. I can remember everything that's ever happened in my life." And then she's like, uh, "Um, oh, that's pathetic." And she goes, "That's the same thing you said the first time I told you." <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. This just, uh, yeah. I just, I love this, uh, this season so much. Lots of great moments. Glenn's kids is when Glenn's kids is when we meet Jonah's first girlfriend, right? Yes, first the girlfriend. Oldest, of the show. Yeah, yes, the oldest. Of the show. And Glenn doesn't want him to date 
her, but he doesn't want to be the bad guy either because then that would push her his daughter away, his daughter away. That was a great little back and forth. And the next episode, when they had breakfast together, and he's like, Oh, you had breakfast with uh, uh my daughter? He's like, Yeah, it's like, Oh, but it's six o'clock in the morning. And then Garrett, this is where Garrett really shines. Wait, but it's six o'clock in the morning now. So what did you guys have breakfast? <laughs> And he was like, Garrett just keeps that shit going. And he goes, Oh, well, we went to a restaurant. And he goes, But it's six o'clock. So that means, where did you meet her? Like at four or something? Like, yeah. Where did you guys go to eat at four o'clock in the morning? And then, like, that whole thing. And then Cheyenne's husband comes in, like, No, dog, they were banging. (laughs) (laughs) Bo is such an obnoxious motherfucker. Did you know they were going to do a spinoff? They were going to have a Cheyenne and, and Bo show. Oh, really? At what the happened? End, uh, uh, the God stepped in. I, well, fucking, oh, I can't stand, bro. I'm sorry. I can't. Stand. I take in small doses. I like. I'll, I'll, I'll I understand, but there's a potential doses. for uh, probably the pandemonium is what killed the the spinoff. No, even after the pandemic, there was still like when the series ended, they were still in talks, and there was like the hot buzz around town. I know this because that's when I started paying attention to the show, and they were doing interviews like, oh, the farewell season and blah blah. blah. And then when they asked her, like, oh, so do we have any news about what you're going to be doing in the future? Like, they were hinting at it. Like, even the interviewer, she's like, nothing yet. We're going to find out soon. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. And it wasn't until, yeah, but they, they at the last minute, they were about to shoot a pilot, the whole thing. And then at oh, the last That would have been a good show. I think I, that would have been a good show. I love Cheyenne. Can I just tell you, her laughing when she gets nervous is so good. Okay, so you want to jump to the tornado or not yet? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, so season uh season two is bookended with a massive tornado. Wait, so something uh just for context, along the way of the season, uh Amy's marriage hits a wall, and by the end of it, I think they're separated. Yeah. Yes. So you know what's cool about this though? What I will say about this storyline about Amy's uh marriage is that it's not a good marriage from the beginning. As far, let me rephrase that. It's not a good marriage from the beginning of when we start, when we get to know her. So it's not like everything was going fine, but then Jonah fucked it up. It's not like, no, it was already, like, it wasn't a good. And the fact that they make it a point to say she got married only because she had kids. She got, well, that moment at Cheyenne's wedding. Yes. Uh, which was also an epic wedding that oh, that I actually I had forgotten I hadn't forgotten I had forgotten about that Cheyenne's wedding where but when Bo started acting up like he was getting ready to leave her I was like what the fuck and then they broke in uh, into the song and I'm like oh yeah. that's right this is like a a bit but there's a moment at the end of that episode that was really great and it showed a lot of heart where um, Adam asks Amy like if. Uh, if you hadn't gone pregnant, would you have wanted to marry me? And then she counters that with, would you have even asked? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think at the end, yes, at the very, very end of that episode, Amy's is confiding in Joan. She's like, I think my marriage is over. And that's the first time I've ever said it out loud. And it was a very relatable moment to go back and watch because like, if, if when if you've been put if you're at any time that you're in a crossroads in something where you are realizing that something is over either a job or whatever a friendship um you you typically have that 
um, intrusive thought over and over again until you actually have the balls to say it out loud. And I think that they handled that moment beautifully. I think it was a very honest, very heartfelt moment. There's no tension. Adam isn't even, you can't even hate Adam. Like he's not an asshole. He's just like, just not right for her. He's, he's just, just not, not right for her. Yeah. Um. And so that. Um, and it's a really relatable thing where you go, yeah, they got pregnant when they were young. They were young in high school. And right. Got, How many people? Oh, in the happened. words of Michael Mercadal, the angry load is the most fertile one. So it's this shit happens. So at um at the end of of this season, um, Amy is separated from Adam, and the season finale starts off pretty normal but then takes a turn because there's a threat of a tornado we see garrett in the parking lot uh trying to gather up shopping carts when it's fucking awful weather and you're like garrett get the fuck inside um that old man keeps on going which i love that work ethic um but then uh we hear him speak we hear him speak well a little bit because they bleep the second word but um so at the tail end of this season, of the season finale, uh, they're in the back room. Jonah and Amy got separated. They were in the pharmacy, and they're by themselves. She's freaking out. He's trying to come for her. The rest of the of the team is in the uh, <laughs> stock room. Cheyenne can't handle tense situations, so her <laughs> way to deal with it is to fucking laugh hysterically, and it's a maniacal Cheyenne laugh. But it just it persists the entire time that tornado is hitting. Uh, cut to Glenn praying to every and all deities that he could think of to help everyone survive the storm. Um, which is that comedy. Kudos to the writers, man. Just, Kudos to that. Just great they, didn't way leave, to... they, they didn't leave any character nobody unfulfilled. Like it was so good. The and, fact that um, Garrett and Garrett realizes that he caught feelings for Dina, even though it's supposed to be a strictly physical thing. And he was like, you know, uh, she was like, there's one helmet left. Which one do you want it? And he's like, so there's only one helmet left, potentially, yeah. to save a life. And it's between me and this guy you don't know. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And Which I like, always love that when characters uh, presume that they can keep themselves emotionally disconnected from a situation and they realize that they're in the fucking thick of it. Um... I always love that moment when they realize that. So that was that was cool uh, to see Garrett kind of break that. Um, but then the big moment is that uh, Amy and Jonah kiss. It was a really good kiss. In terms of first kisses, how many how many cloud nines would you give the first kiss? I will give them uh, four. Out of five uh, deadly Cloud Nine mascots. <laughs> oh, the psycho one, not like the friendly one. No, 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 not the friendly. There's no. no, no. Okay. Um. Sure, sure, sure. Why not five? Uh, because they weren't standing up, and it was kind of like awkward positioning. Okay. I mean, um, I'm telling you. I think it was a great first kiss. I would give it a five. Four, four and a half, four out of five is great. That's a good. I thing. know, but that's not, but knocking get taking one cloud away because of the positioning. Like, uh, do you, you? Yes. That doesn't make sense. How does that not make sense? You asked me. 
What I'm not saying it's not a great kiss. It is a great kiss. I know. Kiss. I'm just saying that in terms of grading it, I don't see how. Well, whatever. You know what? That's your truth, and I respect it, and it's valid. There you go. Uh, you you gotta understand. To me, a five is, um, is Pam and Jim what, and Jim, casino night. That's a fucking first kiss. That's a five. So if that's Ben a and Leslie's kiss is a five too. Fuck them. So that's a five. So if we're gonna go Pam and Jim at five, really we're gonna give I mean again, I love them as a couple. These two people belong together. No, I, I I I'm just waiting first kiss to uh, okay. uh yeah. I respect your opinion. I would give it a five because I think they did a great build up to it. Um, oh, the build was great. I'm the circumstances it was, were yeah. perfect for it, where they didn't really fuck it up. Like they weren't stepping completely out of line. Yes, she's still married, yet yeah, uh, but separated. But um, I, don't know. I love. I can I just tell you that afterwards, when the whole thing was over, and then she goes to with her family, and Jonah's really pretty much by himself. And he looks around, and then he goes. He tells Marcus, "Like, so we're going to breakfast or something? We're gonna He's like, yeah, let's go get drinks." <laughs> He's like so happy. So is this gonna be the core of us? Is this gonna be the core group? Like Marcus is trying to invite himself into the core group, and it's like it's not gonna happen. I'm you know? surprised that they didn't add a chat in there. Um, but anyway, we end the season with um, the store completely destroyed, and. A kind of cliffhanger as to what's going to happen next with Amy and Jonah because you know even though they have this great first kiss, um, she's still married. <laughs> Technically, Technically. Uh, so what would you? What um, a few things. Favorite vignette? You have a favorite vignette? It is from the Halloween episode. Um, I called you when I was laughing about it, uh, and it's when Myrtle uh, sees the Grim Reaper, and she very gently. And lovingly places a hand on it. <laughs> I just have a moment. And he freaks out. And then the guy obviously freaks out. And then I think, I don't know if it's the same vignette, but they cut to it later where like he's running away. And she's running he's walking out. swiftly and he's a tall dude. So he could, yeah. yeah That's my favorite uh, vignette. My second favorite, I don't know if this is allowed or not, but in the same episode, there's a couple that reaches that, that for the same. Uh, hemorrhoid cream at the same time that's like their meat cute i think it's hilarious uh that's my I second like favorite my favorite of the season was season two episode seven customer is shopping as kyle the cloud nine with blood in his mouth <laughs> that's so funny to me that's a, it's a callback to what happened previously uh it was so good cannibalism uh, caused yeah. by marijuana <laughs> <laughs> Because you know that strand of pot that makes you eat humans? Yeah, it's called you cannibalism. Know. Yeah. That strand uh, is called cannibal. <laughs> cannibal <laughs> cannabis because they're cannibal? Yeah. Kind of so, uh, favorite character of the, se- of the season? Of this season? Um, I think I want to give it to uh, Mateo. I'm going to give it to Mateo. I think he has a lot of growth and I love the whole, uh, his whole like buildup is, is fantastic. So love him. You, uh, I, I ride with Sandra, man. I ride with Sandra. Everything from the girls night, everything from the girls night. Uh, so I ride, or is that season two or three? 
No, no. I th- no ladies lunch. Ladies Isn't lunch. it ladies lunch? Ladies that's, lunch. Yes, that's that's. Yes, that's a that was a midst. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. She goes and she finds out. She finds her the guy that she likes that she hits it off with at Cheyenne's wedding, and she, that's where they meet originally. Is that? And then she's like, "Oh, I don't have a boyfriend." And then she's like, yeah, "Don't you? Aren't you dating Jeff?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah." Yeah. So I she know. fucks that up. Um. But yeah, the she uh Jerry is his name. Jerry. Um. She meets Jerry at the ladies' lunch. But that whole ladies' lunch was also a great episode, notable. I know we're hitting the hour mark, but that was another great episode because they really gave um, the the characters, broke off the characters where they had time to kind of build a bond, which I think is necessary and justifies a lot of where, where the show goes off. So I agree. Love this show. Yes. Uh, so we talked about favorite episodes, favorite vignettes, favorite characters. Uh, what would you rate the the season? You said How ten many? out of ten, right? Yeah, so. I would give it ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm going to probably like this is probably going to be a show that I go back and like start using as a background show because it's just so funny. And I had really forgotten how much I enjoyed it when I was watching it. Um, but it's great. I love these characters, and I actually I'm I'm going to New York in a couple of weeks, and uh, Times Square has a NBC store, and I will be stocking up on Cloud Nine merch. <laughs> uh, I try to find a Cloud Nine vest for for a Halloween costume, and I couldn't. You would I, make a that's your Garrick Halloween costume for the yes, rest of your life. Correct. Uh, I like, will search for one um, for you, BFF. But it it was it. I mean, unless yeah. it's more than 40 bucks, then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will search high, high water. I'm not going to get it, but I will search for it. Um, more than 40 bucks. Nope. But yeah, uh, Sandra's my Sandra's my my character this this season. Um, her crazy ass thing with Jerry. I think it's fantastic just to get noticed and then get attention. And then it was fantastic. No, it was Jeff and then Jeff, Jerry. Right. Uh, but Jeff is a great character, too, in this season. <laughs> Um, and at Cheyenne's wedding, he was like, oh, no. He's like, oh, I thought you would be mad. He's like, no, fuck you. I hate you. Yeah. Not you. Not you, baby. You're the best. Fuck you. I hate no, you. No, I, I do feel bad. It was great. That I do feel bad. How he was telling the baby, I love you, and then I hate you to Mateo. Like, I hate you. I love you. Hate because you. we knew it wasn't. He doesn't really hate him. He's just no, of course not. But I, I love that. That was great. That yeah, was funny. that was a great contrast of like he's he's spewing these awful things to him while holding the baby, and he's like, "Don't worry, it's not for you. It's for the guy, for the guy I'm about to hand you off to, <laughs> and fucking leave." Yeah, I, I, um, yeah. But Mateo holds my heart for this season. Love, love him. Okay. All right. So that's uh, season two of uh, NBC's Superstore. Uh, thank you uh, for checking us out. If you're listening to the audio version of this, as most of you usually do, uh, make sure you check out our Facebook and our YouTube pages. Uh, the YouTube is different than Seasons. Uh, everything else, social media, Seasons TV Pod, everything. Seasons TV Pod on Instagram, on, on Twitter, Seasons TV Pod on Facebook, Seasons with an S, TV Pod. Uh, the YouTube, however, is YouTubing to the Geek Bro Network YouTube. So go to Geek Bro Network. That's where we're going to put all the Geek Bro 
YouTubes are all going to be united under one umbrella so that you could find us wherever. Uh, with that said, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out Missy's uh, uh, Instagram at Missy the Writer. Uh, mine is at Nary Signs. Make sure to go to whatwashisname.com. Check out uh, the um, my comedy on there. Uh, try to follow me on Instagram and try to get as many uh, Instagram followers as possible. Trying to grow that. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, we'll start. We'll continue watching the show. We're gonna we're gonna be doing uh, episode three soon. Uh, probably in a week or two. So, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, appreciate that. Have a good one. Bow, 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 bow.